on our ring light for some reason because we're used to that when we're together. Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Christine. Welcome to the, the Modern, Modern Principle. Principle. We try to say it together. Um, so we are excited to be here. It's really excited to be here. I don't know. I'm always like ready to jump in. I know she has her outline. I know we need to, we need to do friendly banter first. <laughs> You guys, our personalities really come through in this podcast. Christy is organized. She has typed notes. Yeah. And I have scribbles on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I have a citations page. She does have her notes. Her work cited. Um, Yeah. I mean, we'll be spending a lot of time together this weekend. Yep. School. We have school. So maybe we'll record more. But you won't know that because we release them weekly. Yep. Um, Okay. So we want to start off. Was that good banter? I think that was good banter. We'll improve. So, second form of banter that we are going to be trying is... Oh, I thought of a fun idea for us at the beginning. Yeah. Instead of just doing... A story. Um, a story, we're going to do random lists of things that we've acquired over time. And if you have any good ones that add into this, tell us and we'll shout you out. But um, my list I was going to start with today is what have children pulled out of their pocket for me. interesting thing kids have pulled out of their pocket. And we haven't mm-hmm. shared with each other. We have not. Um, so mine would just, I don't have, I don't think, I think you have some good ones. Kids because love you, to give me things from their pockets. <laughs> because you, <laughs> you have really, I think, a list. Okay, so here are some things that I have been given. I was going to say, you got you to give us your list. I've been given raisins, not in a box, <laughs> just in their hands. Uh, Band-Aids, of course, Ew. used ones. Um, someone brought a koozie, like, that you put a drink in. Um, I've had dog food. I've had a dead bug. And my favorite of all times was a hot dog. Not in a bun. Just a raw, a full, hot dog? full, uncooked hot dog pulled out of a kindergartner's pocket. Those are my favorites. Oh, yeah, those are good. Never a dull day. I might need to, like, think about my relationship building techniques and see if maybe I'm not doing it right. What you got in your pocket, right, kids? <laughs> no. We both work in elementary, if that helps a little. Yep. I don't really know if I'd ask high schoolers what's Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. So we are going to dive into our scenario now, uh-huh. and we're going to approach it from a couple of different, a few different aspects, a few yes. different perspectives. We love to get focus after our pods, and so, but a lot of people won't give us... No feedback. I think you. Meant oh feedback. yeah, I meant feedback because <laughs> a lot of people won't give us feedback. Besides, like, hey, yeah, it was good. But our husbands keep telling us we need to focus more, and we think we are focused because we do have notes, but <laughs> and we, citations. But we thought this would focus on and citations a little bit more. So, are we ready? What okay. are we doing? So, we're going to be looking at our scenarios through three different lenses that we feel are what we use when we go through yeah scenarios in our own lives, but in our we, own buildings. Yeah, but we thought it'd be even more fun. I almost said funner. We thought it'd be even more fun if, like, one of us did not know the scenario beforehand. Yep. So yep. we could, like, play it for real. Like, what would our gut tell us to do? Yep. And so that's going to be, like, our soul section. Because as a principal, you always have to go in with your gut and with your soul. And you have right. to think about things um, through that lens. Yeah. And then I like to research. Mm-hmm. And I even asked Karen, what would you search on EBSCO for this? <laughs> I'm like, say, what's an EBSCO host? What's an EBSCO host? Um, So we also are going to look at it from, like, the scholar lens, the evidence-based lens, um, those experts. And then lastly, we are both really big proponents, and we just think it's super important to have systems because – Nothing you do will matter if uh, long term if you don't put the sy- systems in place to keep it going. Yeah, and a lot of times when you're facing scenarios at work or dilemmas, you don't really have the time to do the research. So hopefully, 
we can cut some of that out for you and do mm-hmm. it for you. What's oh. our, what, do we have a name for it? Systems. No, the whole thing. Oh, Scholar, System, and Soul. Scholar, Systems, and Soul. I think that I like alliteration more than most people. You really do. Oh. I also like to sing song everything. Okay, so we're going to go through the scenario. Do you want me to read it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up. Okay. Okay, so this was um, an email to us from, I'm not going to say who. because Oh, you almost did. That would be very rude. <laughs> um, okay, so my principal and I are new admin to a school where the former principal was there for over 15 years, and the AP had been there for a long time as well. Um, The school had not been performing very well because it didn't appear that there were a lot of expectations in general. They never looked at data or knew best practices. Since we started, uh, the staff has kind of revolted when asked to do lesson plans or look at data, etc. The culture is really negative and it's draining to work there day after day. How do we turn this around into a positive place to work where students and their needs come first? Woo! I know, that's like a lot. So obviously we're going to fix this problem in about the next... 11 minutes we have we have eight we have eight on the eight timer minutes. oh my gosh okay so i haven't heard this before now so i'm trying to process this maybe play some of that like jeopardy theme music she's scared to sing on record okay so here's some things that stuck out to me i'm gonna i'm playing what you're doing the soul you're doing the yeah, gut you're I'm, doing the, I'm the soul like what are you feeling okay so here's what i feel first so This change is going to take a long time. And so it's not going to feel like when I see how do I turn this into a positive place to work, my worry is that you're going to turn it into more of like we do positive acts for each other. Um, Someone once described it as like a cruise ship environment. And that really like we'll decorate the lounge. We'll do goodie days. We'll do positive um candy bars with notes on them like all of those things are great but they don't get to the heart of positive change yeah and long lasting change for sure so that'd be I mean that's an easy place to start but that would not be my number one advice for you um it's good to like shower people with stuff like that but just know that that's not going to take you to the place no and it doesn't change anything if those core pieces aren't there um, when I was researching this, I was um, actually looking more on the business side, um, and there was some really interesting information about how a lot of, even school districts, um, have principals or CEO people, central office people, have like 90 and 100 day plans. Oh. Um, and like, there's kind of this idea that if you don't succeed within 90 to 100 days, then you're never going to, but the evidence actually doesn't support that. Um, it takes internal hires. of them um, take far more than 90 days to reach full productivity, and 92% of external hires take far more than 90 days to reach full productivity. And so when you're talking about, like, two leaders who are new, replacing people who have been there for so long. That aren't from that building or district. Guys, that's a a quarter. Not even that you're, like, making change, but even being – fully productive yeah. like, as a leader. So it's going to take you quite a while. It takes at least six months to have real impact is what the study found. That is really um, important. Which, guys, that's like a whole entire year. For sure. <laughs> like but, that, year. but that should be reassuring, right? Yes. Because yes. that makes me think of, too, this was a mistake I made when I – because my when I got my head job, I was not from that district. It was a brand new district to me, so I would have been an external hire. 
And I did not take the time I needed to to get to know their journey as a building. So, like, I took time to talk to them. But what I mean is, like, I didn't spend time in the pedagogy of what they knew. I assumed everyone had had the same professional training and professional development that I had had. And that means I started at a different level than they were ready for me to start. So my expectations coming in, um, I'm, I set myself up for disappointment because same. I didn't explain. We weren't talking the same language. I required lesson plans as like for when I very first started in my building too. I required lesson plans and quickly realized I had no time to actually give feedback. Oh, yeah. But um, it, yeah, no. it did give me at least a little insight to where we were with lesson planning. But we had done no professional development. We had no mm-hmm. shared, um, I guess, values as a staff in yeah. terms of for instruction anyway. So why was I asking for lesson plans, plans at that point? Yeah, that's something that my gut told me. What is it? Is it my soul? <laughs> my soul told me. Because I. it's really important that you establish that would be one of the first things I would do. Would be as you're getting to know them individually, you establish a common goal as a staff so whether that's a common vision and that might be something we explore later like how we've done that with our teams or how you just get um maybe a motto or something that you can all like it's new to everyone there you're a part of it everyone there can wrap their hands around it one way that I did this in my building and um it also kind of goes with that scholar and that evidence-based mindset is from Simon Sinek and he has a lot of books you're probably totally familiar with um his you know start with the why oh yeah he has a whole book about find your why and it's literally how to walk teams through this and our team did it and um one of the pieces of this is having your team share stories about Mm. what has made them proud to to work in that building, short stories of pride from your building um, or your organization. And so that is a really good way, too, to what like you were talking about. about they have a full history before yeah. you ever got there. What is that history? It uh, Yeah, that would put great value on where they came from and let you know that – let them know – that you don't plan to change all of that and you want to build on that. Because a lot of staff have fear when they get new administration that they're planning to change all the work that they've done before. Okay, so another place that my soul went, (laughs) I like to say it like that, was besides that is really like what what have you guys done? And I'm sure you guys that wrote in have done this, but what have you done one-on-one with your staff members to really get to know them, to find their strengths, to find out why they're in this building, to know where they're at with their um, investment in your school, in your goals, that kind of thing. You know, that's something that both Christy and I did when we took over is we spent that summer doing one-on-ones with our staffs. Um, some people have done them off campus. I did mine on campus. I did a mix of Because I'm lame. But yeah, that's that's something I would really think about. And I think that I... Did you find any research on that? I didn't find any research on that. <laughs> but I know that even when I did that, I didn't... Um, Doing, like, once I actually started, I feel like I got so overwhelmed by the role that maybe I didn't continue that philosophy through my first year like Mm -hmm. I should have. Um, But just, and I know that I actually hate this quote that students don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. However. Oh, I don't hate it. You don't? We can talk about that It's kind of, like, cheesy. It is cheesy. But adults are the same. We, if you dislike or you disrespect a superior um, and you think that they don't care about you, then you're definitely not going to care what they think about your lesson plans. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, um, and then talking about a little bit about like the five dysfunctions of a team, that's a pretty popular um, text for team building and text for leadership. 
And it sounds like maybe what is lacking right now is that trust. And that's like the very first foundation. Um, and if you don't have the trust, you're not going to be able to get anywhere you want to go. And that takes time. Right. And not knowing where your team has been before, not only do they need to trust you, but you may need to build trust within each other because yes, you will be able to hold them accountable, but the greatest accountability is peer to peer. And when they start raising that bar for one another, you get to stand back and watch it. So I know they're cheesy, but like my team laughs at me now whenever that word icebreaker comes up, like we just had to make it a joke, but we needed to spend those first couple years like laughing together, mm-hmm. creating memories, working together, shared, feeling ex- shared yeah. experiences. Exactly. Yes, those kind of things. Um, has and also consider has your leadership gone through? Have you read like Brene Brown? <laughs> Everybody loves Brene Brown. <laughs> Dare to lead. I know. We love it so much. It's changed my whole entire life. I feel like it Here's, changed my approach. I'm sure my staff would tell you the same. Can I tell you a secret? I've actually never read it. My, <gasps> my husband has. Oh my gosh. Christy gave the book to my husband when I he did. got his principal I am job. really nice. You are really nice. I didn't. That's very thoughtful. You're really nice. <laughs> but I have only read a little bit of it, but he tells me about it. But like the very first thing is rumbling with vulnerability. And you as an admin team are going to have to do that first. Like thinking about where are we going wrong mm-hmm. um, and where have have we trusted our team before if because if they're not trusting you there might be an issue that you're not trusting them first and that has to come first according to Brene well and my last thing that I'll add you have that, 29 seconds I know well it's a little bit of systems with my soul is like I thought one of the first important things for me to do was really grow as I was getting to know each staff individually was really grow my leadership team, my group yeah. around me. So it was really important. Like my team, I don't have an AP. So it was really important for me to grow my um, counselor, my instructional coach, my reading specialist around me under my same philosophies, some SPED teachers, some different people that could assist me around the building um, and start building up that philosophy. So that way we were all operating on the same kind of mindset and do a lot. We did some book studies together. We did a lot of collaboration, just talking, things like that. Find the people who are on your same path. That, like-minded. Yeah. If they're like-minded, there are people in your building. Find the people who hopefully are like-minded and also have some of that you know, power and influence on your staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and figure out how can you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Critical mass, starting to develop oh, yeah. that critical mass of people who are like-minded mm-hmm. and believe the same way. Okay. It'll come. It'll come, but it'll be slow. So you did the research. You were the scholar. How did my soul do? Did I line up? It's like you researched beforehand. <laughs> I'm just that good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Humility is a gift of mine. All right. If you liked that scenario, please give us some stars on iTunes yes. or wherever you're following. Yeah, rate us. Subscribe to us. Yeah, subscribe to our podcast. Um, you can follow us over at themodernprinciple.com. We're pretty active on Instagram at themodernprinciple and Twitter at modernprinciple. Yeah, and pop on either our Instagram or our website and shoot us a scenario. It can be simple. It can be huge. We're happy to dive into it. Bye. Wait, no, we need oh. a better closing than that. We were just like paused and then bye. Okay, for real. Bye. <laughs>